I'm Emmanuel. I'm Kali. And I'm Jamidra. And we're the hosts of The Cooler. Well, that was a good one. I know. <laughs> Wait, don't gram that self-serving selfie yet because we're going to be talking about the new social media etiquette rules around death. And they say word of mouth is the best way to discover new products. But what if that, quote, friend making the recommendation is a celebrity? And we'll be debating whether Tyra Banks' new trap single is so bad it's good or just so bad. <laughs> okay, so I know that in 2018's News Vortex, it feels like last week was last year. But it has been a minute since the passing of Stan Lee, comic book icon. I know you guys are heavily into comics. Mm. I'm just joking. You're not. <laughs> Although Emmanuel likes X-Men. I, know I do. So a lot of people were touched by the death of Stan Lee and a lot of celebrities took to posting selfies with the great man uh, to kind of say, I love the guy, I miss him. And, you know, here's the fact that we kind of knew each other. But there's one man out there on the Internet that was not having any of that. And his name is actor Army Hammer, the star of uh, Call Me By Your Name and Sorry to Bother You, and also The Lone Ranger, which nobody needs to mm. see. But one thing Army Hammer does not stand for is you posting a selfie of yourself with Stan Lee. He tweeted, so touched by all the celebrities posting pictures of themselves with Stan Lee. No way to better commemorate an absolute legend than by putting up a picture of yourself. Burn. He then went on, if your answer to someone dying is posting a selfie, then we need a cultural revamp across the board. Now, I agree with that. I don't know if it's about the selfies, but we do need a cultural revamp across the board. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. He said, posting a selfie makes his death about you and how cool you felt taking the photo. Yikes. People didn't like him saying that. I actually did a quick Google because mm -hmm. I knew we were going to talk about this today. Every single article was about him having to apologize for saying that. Indeed. What? And he said, while attempting to provide unnecessary social commentary about the current selfie culture, I inadvertently offended many who are genuinely grieving the loss of a true icon. I want to apologize from the bottom of my heart and will be working on my Twitter impulse control. Okay, so here's the thing. Social media is Unnecessary commentary. That is what it is. That is literally what it should <laughs> literally be called. Literally all it is. Unnecessary commentary platform. But of all the things that a person is forced to apologize right. for, I can name a few politicians I'm still waiting on. I mean, it's an unpopular opinion. I'm with him. I'm Team Hammer. Well, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, some who from The Walking Dead. Indeed. Just to give you an idea of like what the criticism was, he was pointing out that griping about all of these people posting these selfies and making Stanley's death about them... Actually, Army Hammer was doing that by making a big to-do, and then that made it all about Army Hammer. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, there is this weird sort of paradox where in talking about and pointing this out, then he becomes a headline alongside Stan Lee's death, and then it becomes a conversation about him also. This so, is very true. There was like a tone problem as well. Like, it was very scolding. And also, like, you can hate selfie culture, but is this the time to start critiquing it <laughs> when people are posting selfies because someone they love has died? And in the midst of grief, it's like, Potentially I not. There's like a really serious question here, right? When everything's public, how do we express the condolence or like the delicate thoughts that you only would have ever said privately before? Mm. We are all these public people now. We never used to feel the pressure to comment like we're being called up by the media and asked to deliver a statement. It's like going into the town square and announcing to everyone there assembled, I'm sad. Exactly. exactly. And you feel remiss if you don't do it because you have the platform. And if you don't say it, you wonder, will people criticize you for not saying something? 
people definitely decide to say things a certain way, and they say it visually. And more often than not, they use their face. Just this very morning, I was reading about sorry Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Not again. him again. <laughs> Pete Davidson feels exceptionally bullied, which is a horrible thing. Uh. And Ariana Grande is commenting on Instagram saying that she doesn't want people, let alone her fans, to be treating Pete Davidson like this. But she'll accompany that message with a selfie of her face. And maybe that's what it is. We're conditioned. This is the new way that we communicate in this digital world. But I'll tell you. According to uh, Chloe Malley over at Vogue, she wrote a piece about the death of Oscar de la Renta. Her theory is there is no way to grieve on social media because grieving is sort of like a personal and a private thing. And social media is not that. And you posting a picture trying to be heartfelt about this person that you lost it's going to be right next to a cat gift. This is the thing. It's and the, so it's like the, you've, you've, there's no place for it. It is the proverbial square peg in the round hole, right? Yeah. These platforms emerged as a way to show the world you and yourself. Is it any surprise that the contradiction emerges when people then try to use these platforms for very serious and sad messages? Mm. It's the place where you always used to put your face. And now you're telling us you're sad that someone's died? And you reduce that person to hashtag RIP. Or a broken heart emoji. Don't like that entire that. life. That entire life that <laughs> or was Or the heavy lived. heart. Yes. That entire life that was lived. Now it's prayer hands or a broken heart or maybe a crying cat. Like one of those. Not even words at this point. Not even words. Okay. Since we're talking like social media bugbears, have you guys seen any celebrities behaving particularly egregiously? Are you ready to go back to 2011? Oh, yes. Bring it. First name Carrie. Last name Hilson. Oh. We don't know her because she talks smack about Beyonce. Yeah. But she also did something else bad. One day. After Amy Winehouse died, oh no! she posted a selfie with a woman who was dressed up as Amy Winehouse with the following caption, gasp, Amy Winehouse resurrected to party with me. Oh. No. Twitter came for that neck I know they did. with comments <laughs> such as, maybe she can resurrect your career too. <gasps> Carrie eventually apologized saying, come on, I mean no harm. This was simply the best tribute ever. R.I.P. Amy Winehouse. Best tribute ever? I don't think so. Don't try to back that up, girl. I have like a full body cringe going on right now. This is why you're canceled, Carrie. Exactly. Well, if you want to continue to cringe, we're going to speed up a few years. 2016, we're going to talk a little bit about Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, not SMG. What has she done? Well, in 2016, she tweeted her condolences because she's such a big fan. Hashtag RIP Boy George. Only she meant RIP George Michael. Oh. Oh, Different gay. Boy, boy George still very much alive. <laughs> wow. While we're on this topic, guess who is the queen of badly delivered condolences oh. that she somehow manages to make all about herself? Perhaps tweeted from, shall we say, Mykonos? Lindsay. No. Lindsay. She Snapchats a picture of herself looking fly on a boat with the caption, R.A.P. John McCain. Feel better. XO. XO. Uh, I'm sorry. Feel Feel better. Feel better. Is this performance art? Was that a smirk? Is this satire? Was she, uh, was that shade? (laughs) It continues. Oh. Obviously, Europe went through a terrible wave of terrorist attacks in the last couple of years. And following the attacks in Turkey and Nice, she writes a note on social media saying, if history were to be folded, where would we put the crease First of all, what? Um, <laughs> is she high? <laughs> I was going to say, how much have you had? She says, pray for the ones we lose every day and appreciate every breath you all take. Nice, hashtag, hashtag turkey, hashtag turn up and do something. Tur- and then she included a sexy post photo of herself. Wow. I thought she I was saying hashtag turn up in the club. <laughs> I was 
oh. hashtag turn up is still very much well, in that. I was going to say that there, there's only one way to use turn up, yeah. and that that's it. I don't understand this, the context here. And the last example I wanted to give you guys is Zac Efron. Remember him? Oh, I do. It's not crimes against selfies, but it is a little bit like taking something really big happening in the world in history and making it about yourself. Uh. He tweeted on Martin Luther King Day. I'm grateful for a couple of things today. Martin Luther King Jr. and 10 million followers on Instagram. <gasps> Good night. No. Good night, sir. And he accompanied it with two emojis. Do you want to guess what they were? Mm. Oh, if if, if one they, of them were black, I'm going to be mad. They are. Black pointing finger, black fist emoji. <gasps> no, Zach. So Zach. no. So guys, in summary, deaths don't do a selfie. If in doubt, don't post your face. And don't use an emoji. Can I add that? Yeah. Don't use an you emoji. Can. When you RIP in somebody. Maybe don't, do don't hashtag RIP. No. Just stop, look, and listen. And take your face out of it. Cooler listeners, keeping up with pop culture is hard work, so that is why we are here. That is. We forgive you if you missed actress Jamila Jamil dragging Cardi B and Kim Kardashian and several other celebrities last week on social media for promoting tummy tea and other diet products. Mm. She is a body positive activist. She's been very open about her issues with diet and self-esteem in the past, eating disorders, which is why this is an issue that means so much to her. She really came after celebrities for promoting some of these diet products. So mainly she called out Cardi B and Khloe Kardashian, but there are several other people who promote these products. Kim, K, mm. lollipops. Oh yeah, they're lollipops that they look tasty, suppress your appetite, supposedly. Who needs calories that then are converted into energy that makes your body move? Who needs it? Who needs it? I just need a lollipop and I'm good. Science is dumb. <laughs> So, in case you're wondering what exactly boiled Jamila's Ovaltine, oh. it was this promo that Cardi B did for Teamy Blends. Teamy really helped me in the process of losing my baby weight. Every morning, well, some mornings, I would drink Teamy to help me curb my appetite and help my metabolism go a little bit faster. And I just want to say thank you, Teamy. Even though I lost a lot of weight, I'm still going to drink teamy when I eat really fattening food like cheeseburgers and everything and late night snacks and bloop. First of all, that sounds like a hostage video. Well, I just, it sounded like Cardi was like, I've been drinking, um, what was it again? <laughs> She's like, line. <laughs> Don't point the gun directly at me. It makes me nervous. That's terrifying. Was she, is she okay? Yeah, like, are you, Cardi, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> she didn't really think about it that much because she ends the entire opus with and... Bloop. Bloop. Yeah. That's the best okay. bet. Exactly. Now, Cardi's not alone. If you scroll a little further into your Instagram influences, there's also another queen of Instagram, Amber Rose. Is she a queen, though? Uh, she may be a queen. She's of... a lady in waiting. Okay. Let's be real. <laughs> but she's also shilling something called Boombod. So if tummy teas and teamy don't work for you, maybe Boombot will. Hey guys, I just wanted to show you my Boombot. My results are crazy. I'm about to go in the house right now and take my shot before I go to the gym. Make sure you go to boombot.com and get yours now. Right, Pumpkin? Yeah, Mama. Pumpkin is her son who is in the video. If she wants to sell out, go for it. But to sell out your own kid mm. in the process. Doesn't Mommy look thin? Okay. Right, Pumpkin? Doesn't she? Pumpkin, hello, we're making some spawn con. Look alive. Look alive. Look alive. 
But it's not. He, she's not the only one that's doing it. So you can you like you to mention Kim Kardashian is all about that life. Kendall Jenner is selling things online. Angela Simmons, Keisha Knight Pullum, aka Rudy from the Cosby Show, is mm. out here telling you that you need to get thin with some shakes and all kinds of other things. I mean, I'm used to people trying to sell me stuff. That's fine. It's when they're trying to sell me stuff that might also kill me and or wreck my body mm. before it kills me. Well, Charlie Baltimore. I don't know if you guys remember her. She was a rapper back in the day, but she partnered with Tummy T and she right now has threatened to sue (gasps) because she claims that it made her ill. This whole tea talks movement or whatever sounds cozy because it's like tea oh you like get a blanket and you like blow on the tea and you drink it and it makes you feel cozy. A steaming tea. But pooping your brains out is not cozy. Mm. It is the opposite of cozy and they're basically saying look flawless in your selfie but that has to happen after you pee out of your butt. Like so, that that's the yeah. order. Is Sorry. this the thing that these things are essentially laxatives? So that is sort of the major criticism that Jamila Jamil had is she's saying that these products are essentially laxatives. They're not weight loss products. They make you feel thin for the moment because they basically cleanse out your system, which is why she said that she hopes celebrities who are promoting them shit their pants like the average people who buy these products because they were influenced by said celebrities and her second criticism is that let's be real y'all didn't get these bodies from tummy tea or any other product you got these bodies because you have personal trainers and she said tweet the discount codes of your personal trainers (laughs) your nutritionists your plastic surgeons like let's stop pretending like you got that way just behind this miracle product pass along the groupon for your plastic (laughs) surgeon we need it also these products dehydrate you and we all know the secret to looking youthful is drinking a lot of water so it's kind of like making a pact with Ursula the Sea Witch. Mm. You're going to get something you want, but you're also going to get something you don't want. Mm-hmm. So like, yay, your tummy is flat, but you look like a prune. Now what are you going to do about your Crypt Keeper face? <laughs> That's ta- another problem that you have. Yeah, they'll have another product for you at that point. Chloe Kardashian will have some sponsor content for you. Yes. So weight loss products aren't the only thing flourishing on Instagram. The economy is booming. So people are selling hair extensions. Yeah. Uh, they are selling frightening teeth whitening devices. I don't know the if you've seen The charcoal. I've seen that. There's charcoal. There's lights. There's all kinds of things happening. And after you finish working out, you're going to be thirsty, yes? Parched. So can I interest you in H2 rose water? Oh. Mm. That sounds nice and innocuous yeah, and friendly. Rose water and saffron and other, quote, natural ingredients. Yummy. And it's something that the, quote, royals drank. Which royals? We don't know. But the royals <laughs> drank it. <laughs> And then you take the tummy tea, and then all that water just comes shooting out of you. Yes. So, what, wait, hang on. Quick question. What happened to the corsets? Corsets. I was getting to that. Those <gasps> are around? called, not corsets, waist trainers, Carly. Oh, excuse me. Waist trainers. <laughs> so Victorian. Drawstring bras. I mean, like, there's everything. But I went down the rabbit hole, and I found a couple of other products that may not be top of mind for you. For example, can I interest you in 24-karat gold rolling papers? What? And if you have to ask what rolling papers are, honey, they're not for you. (laughs) Listen, I felt bougie enough buying those lovely Fenty Rihanna, like $16 (laughs) blotting papers for my oily little face. So I'm not going to buy gold rolling papers. No, for $45, you can have yourself 24 karat rolling papers. That's literally setting money on fire. Yeah, yeah. Why? But you're, you're that baller. Anyway, be honest. Confession time. Have you ever considered purchasing something you saw on Instagram? Is this a safe space? It, it is. Safe space. Okay. It's just us and like, you know, a couple other thousand people. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so since it's just the three of us in this room, and it won't go any further than that, I have bought clothing off Instagram. Each time, 
I've been so disappointed with the quality of the product. It's terrible. <laughs> it arrives and you breathe on it and it just disintegrates visibly in your hands. Like, fool me once, shame on you, Instagram. Fool mm. me twice, that is very much my own fault. So you know what? You have to forgive yourself, Carly, because we have all been drawn into the Pinterest and the Etsy economy of it all. And you thought you could trust these people on Instagram. In many ways, I do feel like a victim. <laughs> Even just talking about it now, like articulating it with you guys, I'm realizing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually really good to talk. And it is just the three of us. That's yes. good. Yes. What about you, Emmanuel? Not on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But the podcast I listen to fold in some ads sometimes. Mm, yeah. And because I think these people are my friends, it feels like a actual moment with a friend mm-hmm. in real life. Them telling you, oh, there's this great mattress I sleep on. There's <laughs> oh, this, the mattress. Uh, there's this great squatty potty I put under my feet when I'm taking a Oh, not a the pill. squatty potty. There's this cool service called Mail Kimp or Chimp, depending <laughs> on who you who are. You're, he's a Mail Kimp. Shout out cereal. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> cereal season one, not two or three. No. Well, three was fine. Jokes from three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Not season two. We don't know her. But yeah, because I feel very familiar with these people, I'm like, you know what? I'm considering it. I never have done it, but the closest I've ever come is anything Lauren Conrad is selling, Mm -hmm. I am buying. I want her to always be a rich white woman. (laughs) I met her once when I interviewed her. She was very nice and said my sweater was cute. So that's all you have to do, celebrities. Just compliment my sweater and I'll buy your products. Just be nice to you personally. Yeah. That's that's like a weird dynamic, right? Because if your friend starts a business, you want to support the business, right? So they got you. Lauren's got you. You're Mm. like, this is my friend. I want her to succeed. I want her to continue to be a rich white woman. So therefore, I will contribute. (laughs) So I have to admit, guys, Instagram models got in my head. Not I, Fashion Nova. I wanted a waist trainer. No, Jamie. Yes, I've ha- I have three kids. I was like, this will make me hot again. I didn't again. do it again. I mm. very much object to the use of the word again here. I didn't do it, but I thought about it. That's the point. Well, you didn't need it because you're sizzling hot. So screw you, Instagram models. But on a serious note, we're all in the midst of holiday shopping right now. We're buying gifts. But the next time you consider purchasing something because it was recommended by a celebrity... Take a little advice from Edgar Allan Poe. Oh. Hmm. Believe nothing you hear and only half of what you see on Instagram. Damn. P.S. Trim spot, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's from The Raven, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's that one. Hey, listener. This week's hotline question is, what's a topic we've never covered that you want us to weigh in on? Let us know by leaving us a voicemail at 415-553-2850, and you might get your wish in a future episode. Again, that's 415-553-2850. Call us. It's the big and the big. Hey, the big and the big. Hey. All right, y'all ready to hear about the highs and lows of pop culture this week? So yes. Ready. Okay, let's start things off with a startling realization. The media still cares enough to interview early aughts fossil Kid Rock. I mean, uh, I'm astonished to learn he is still alive. He is alive and he is up to no good. He was <laughs> in Nashville, Tennessee recently chatting up with Fox News and this happened. The division in the country right now that it's so hard for people just to get past that we can disagree and still be cordial with one another, um, you know, and just talk about things without going for each other's throats and protests and everything. And God forbid you say something a little bit wrong, you're racist, homophobic, Islamophobic, this, that, and the other. People need to calm down, get a little less politically correct. And I would say, you know, you know, love everybody except, I'd say, screw that Joy Behar bitch. Everybody loves <laughs> Well, uh, that took a turn. 
It certainly did. There were like five plot twists in that one yes. sentence that he said because it was like a run on. That was like an M. Night Shyamalan Fox <laughs> News collab. <laughs> it was nuts. The irony of preaching tolerance, then being intolerant yeah. and name calling in the same breath. It's so rich. It's too rich. So in case you're not clear on his view, he wants us to stop standing up to ignorance mm-hmm. and stop protesting and mm-hmm. be less, quote, politically correct. But he doesn't seem to want to stop being ignorant or supporting harmful policies worth protesting. So I say balls in his court. When he stops doing those things, maybe we won't need to protest. Kid Rock, so stop being such a prick. How dare you go after my favorite septuagenarian, Joy (laughs) Behar. She is hands down the best thing about The View. She is a Libra. You know, we're Mm -hmm. angels on earth. She was born in Williamsburg, New York, before it was cool Mm. in 1942. Have some respect for your elder. Wait, Wait, what has she ever done to Kid Rock? Speak truth. Yes. That's it. Yeah. She is a woman in control of herself, and he doesn't like that. He doesn't like that at all. Am I the only one who didn't see this coming, though, with Kid Rock? I feel like there was a time when I thought... <laughs> you should have seen I this should, I should have saw it. I think he was a woman. Maybe I just didn't pay, I didn't pay enough attention to him is to know. one of the many beaux with an ex of Pamela Anderson? Am I making that up? They had a moment. Yeah. did. She has a notoriously terrible picker, so... Mm. She also notoriously comments on me, too, in a negative way. Yes. So, two peas in a pod. Hmm. He gets the pit, but something good came out of this whole thing. Nashville heard about this and decided to disinvite Kid Rock mm? from being the Grand Marshal at their Christmas parade. Well, lovely stuff. And it gets better. They replaced him with James Shaw Jr. Oh, yeah. The hero who wrestled a gun away from the Waffle House shooter back in April. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about an upgrade? Congratulations, Nashville. So peak of the week to Nashville for realizing that they had done goofed mm. and fixing it. And also to James Shaw Jr. for being a decent human being. Exactly. And also, I think, to the first city that we've ever given like a peek yeah. to. Is that correct? We give them the key to our podcast. We do. Now, from time to time, I've been known to bring a divisive topic. Oh, okay. Here we to go. To the peak in the pit arena. Oh, are a- you sowing division in the United yeah, States it- like Kid Rock? Sorry, Kid Rock. Uh, so we've previously debated political Tay-Tay, Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we came down on the side of better late than never. We also debated ASMR. Two of us are into it. One of us is scared. Guess who that is? (laughs) So the latest hot button issue of our time. Tyra Banks has a sequel to the 2000 Disney Channel cult classic Life Size in which Mm -hmm. she plays a doll that comes to life. Starring Lindsay Lohan before she was snatching other people's children in Europe. She does Mm, do that now. Lindsay Lohan is not in the sequel. The debate is not about this movie in particular. It is about a song from the movie, which is called Be a Star 2. The number. Two. Too Fast, Too Furious. Yes. Would die for you. You know, I have no gripes with this movie because as the Princess Switch on Netflix playing now Mm -hmm. has taught me in the past couple days, sometimes it's nice to watch a god-awful direct-to-TV movie and feel better about your own brain. Like, you know what? I'm smarter than the people who wrote this. I feel good about myself. Shout out Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> she played two roles. Not one. Did she get paid twice? I hope she did. <laughs> hope so. Hope she at least asked. So we are here to debate the merits of this song that she's putting out. And it is from the point of view of the doll. Mm, okay. It is not Tyra. It oh. is Eve, the doll. So it's a lot to take in. So let's all take a collective deep breath. And let's jump right in. Okay. Where you live, where you Ocean and my, my, my yaddy yaddy All the boys be loving on my bikini body Be the C to the E to the O, oh, oh, oh. E to the V to the 
say that if that was my dog when I was a child my mom would be like you can't be friends with her anymore <laughs> she's Clearly. not coming around yeah. this house but she's a C to the E to the O O O. Um, what is with the Cardi B knockoff at the end? Tell me that isn't actually Cardi B, and she's just really tired. I mean, she's tired from all of that product that she's yeah. shilling she's on spent Instagram. Spent a lot of time the in the bathroom. Has made her very tired. So it's a cross between Cardi and Fergie and trap music mm-hmm. and the River Sticks. Like, is it from hell? <laughs> Is what do you guys feel? It is, is it a peak or a pit? Not Fergalicious definition. Make them boys go loco. Oh, mm. up in the Christ. gym, just working on my fitness, or just drinking tummy tea. Well, I will say that I was bouncing over here, but then the context of the fact that it's a doll, it just kind of yeah. I thought it was going to have like 1980s mannequin vibes, yeah. and then it didn't, and I was deeply disappointed by that. Even though I was never promised them. You were like, I want more Kim Cattrall yes. in this song. I'm a big fan of the oeuvre of Kim Cattrall in the 80s and the 90s. You know this. It's a great movie. So if you had to say peak or bit? Hmm. I'm going to go with peak. Okay. Because it gave me a little bounce. Yes, so, it did. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to get more splinters from sitting on this fence. I can't decide. I went back and forth like a fruit fly. This is peak, why it's peak, a debate pit, of our peak, times. Pit, peak, pit. I just don't know. I'm right in the middle here. I think it's a sonic abomination. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a but. There's something about the way that Tyra for decades has knowingly and playfully just kind of made fun of herself. Mm -hmm. Mm. She's willing to go there and be the butt of the joke and she's in on it. And I find that inspiring and endearing. This whole song is a reminder. Don't take life too seriously. Mm -hmm. We should believe in ourselves to the extreme extent to put out a song like this and then make a music video for it. too. Exactly. Oh, there's a music video. Oh, Yes, it's great. Whoa. It's a lot. You have to look it up. But all that to say, I think this is a peak. Emmanuel, are you claiming that this is the camp masterpiece of our times? That's what we just decided in this room. <laughs> that is not the song of the week. I have something else Thank God. for us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave us on that note. So someone the three of us strongly endorse and adore is celebrating their first number one record. Ooh. Any guesses who I might be talking about? JVN. Oh, Jonathan Van Ness? Yeah. It's not him. Well, but... he's doing a lot of ice skating on Instagram recently, so I thought maybe he has just released a song, and I just haven't seen it. Featuring Christy Yamaguchi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <gasps> oh! I die! I die! <laughs> You're excited like that's real. Yeah. It's not. It oh, really? Not. Oh, okay. <laughs> it seems too good to be true. It probably is. <laughs> I just talked about not trusting influencers. <laughs> Listen to Poe. So the only person that I know that hit a number one record this week is not somebody that I think is that we're like really fangirling for, and that's Travis Scott. He does have the number one single. He uh-huh. took it over from Thank You Next. But I'm talking about a number one album on a different kind of like low key chart. Mm. Ooh. Here's a hint of who it is. <sighs> Okay, now you know how I feel about ASMR. So first you give me that song and now you give me this. Yeah, I'm just trolling you. So that is the one, the only Jeff Goldblum. Of course, yeah. I love the guy. I am wondering if he's becoming slightly too sentient and self-aware. Oh, no. I'm concerned. He's becoming a parody of himself. Is he having like a, remember when Quincy Jones had that, did those string of interviews? (laughs) Where he just like laid it all out. He was like, do you want to just know who I hate? Is that that where we are with him now? He's like, here's another thing. Michael Jackson and those kids in that (laughs) treehouse. 
up to no good. So said he. I didn't say that. You know, allegedly. So surprisingly, Jeff Goldblum's number one has nothing to do with this song, which is made up entirely of his laugh from Jurassic Park. Okay, what I genuinely love that song. It's good. It's great. The beat is strong. It's beefy. It's from a user called Flipshot on SoundCloud. If you mm. want to go download that yourself. Amazing. You two dig up dinosaurs. Okay, so the real reason he went number one is because when Jeff Goldblum isn't spending his time being delightful on social media or just being smoking hot in general. He is really hot. He likes to make jazz music. So according to him, he wants to revisit a time when, quote, jazz was fun, social, sexy music. Who doesn't want to have a fun, social, sexy time? Uh, With Jeff Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. So let's roll out of this episode with Jeff Goldblum and the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra's Cantaloupe Island. Play that fun, social, sexy music, white boy. You love us, right? If you do, there's a really good way to show it, and it's go onto iTunes and leave us a review. We read every single one, and they make us really happy. This episode was edited by me, Emmanuel Hapsis, with help from Ashley Ann Craigbaum. And special thanks to David Marcus and Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs. If you miss us in the next week, find us on social media. I'm Excuse My Beauty. I'm at Teacup in the Bay. And I'm Jamie Dresses. Bye. Bye.